Hey, welcome to welcome. Part- oh, sorry. <laughs> of course, no, it's okay. I am totally off key, but that doesn't stop me from singing ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. We are the full volume podcast. That's Harvey Brent. That's GI Jolie. <laughs> and. Today we are doing, we're continuing our uh, full Evan Peters fantasy, if I could just get the screens to work. Uh, And we're doing, let's see, I'm going to stop sharing for now so you can see our gorgeous mugs. Um, We're doing part two of our Evan Peters AHS characters murder house two double feature list, our tier list. Yeah. Because tier lists are fun. Two lists are fun, and um, for all the longtime listeners who've been with us since the beginning, you know we got it bad for the Peets. And we've been talking about doing this tier list for a while, because what better way to celebrate Evan Peters than go through his many acting roles that he's been afforded over the last 10 years. Um, so we thought, hey, he's MCU adjacent. We're waiting for Hawkeye still. Let's just get into our boy and, you know, see how things how things fall out for him. You know, where do things fall? So that's what we've been doing. Mm -hmm. So in the first episode, if you haven't watched it, we uh, took we did his murder house characters to hotel. So seasons one um, through five, we did. Yes. So I'll just start the screen. Sure. Here we go. And we'll continue uh, because we got a lot to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) We're usually like super bitchy and petty at the beginning, but we're like, no, it's Evan Peters, baby. It's right to business. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, we've got a lot going on for Mr. Evan Peters. We're at season six of American Horror Story. Oh, yes, American Horror Story, Roanoke for the first season to not have an opening intro. And. The first season to be meta, which it's really like, hear me out. The meta is really appealing to me right now. I just rewatched all of the Scream films. Scream 5 is coming out in January. I'm I'm big into the meta right now. I'm looking upon Roanoke rather favorably right now. Um, um, but let's how does Evan Peters fit in? Let's find out. <laughs> yes. Um, so he plays Edward Philip Mott. Um, two I, characters this season. Yeah. Uh, and Rory Monaghan. Uh, so I don't know how to explain his character without like also explaining what Roanoke was. So, yeah, Roanoke was a apparently a true ghost story, quote true, where um, there is basically a family that moved in on a um, uh, a house, a farmhouse that was on the in the Roanoke colony in the Roanoke um, settlers, there's a big, uh, you know, 300-year-old mystery about an entire settler village of of people in Roanoke that just disappeared overnight. Um, and so it's it's a ghost story. And then halfway through the season, um, it turns out that it's meta. And so, like, the first season was a documentary recounting the events. And then the second season is the actors and their, quote, real-life counterparts going back to the house in which all these terrors happened. And so it was almost like a big brother. Um, mm-hmm. So very interesting meta concept. Love the meta recently. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and say 
So, uh, like I said, Evan Peters in in the documentary he plays Edward Philippe Mott, which um, uh, continuity catch. Edward Philippe Mott is a long ago descendant of Dandy Mott from season four, played by Finn Whitrock. Um, so, uh, Ed, uh, Edward <laughs> Philippe Mott isn't in a lot. He he basically played this um, this settler that was relatively wealthy. Um, he was gay. And he was in a relationship with one of the the slaves that he had. Um, mm-hmm. So kind of a weird little mixture of things going on there. Um, you do find out that he is kind of more of an ally. He does try to help um, the uh, the actors and the, the real-life counterparts escape the Roanoke house in the second half of the season. But does he have a character arc? Not no, ma'am. Really. No, ma'am, no ham, no turkey. Um I it's not that he's bad in the role. It's just that there's not a lot to work with. Yeah. So it's weird because it's like he could be a really interesting character because again, he plays like a white powdered wig type. Um, and it could be like a James March thing, but it's not. No. I would put it in because here's the thing, he's still an amazing actor. And I would put it in B tier despite there being almost nothing there, but I would put him behind these other characters, if that makes sense. Yeah, I agree. He didn't do anything wrong, but he also didn't do anything right. <laughs> yeah. There, so that's, yeah that's... there were definitely no glaringly obvious uh, flaws to the character or the acting. No. Okay. No. So, um, and so his real-life counterpart uh, is Rory Monaghan, um, so that is the actor that Evan Peters is playing who played Edward Philippe Mott. So again, very meta. Um, <laughs> so unfortunately though, again, he doesn't have a lot to chew on on this because in the first episode of the big brother reunion documentary, I think in episode six, he dies. Um, yeah. he's killed by two ghost sisters, which is kind of iconic. Um, so he has kind of a small role. He's fun for like the the ten minutes you see him. He's he seems like a fun loving guy, but there's there's just nothing to chew on here. Um, mm-hmm. I'd say even less so than Edward Philippe Mott. So I, it's just not. There's no arc. Um, he's fine. He plays a ginger. Um, I'm gonna say C. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I hesitated, but I was like, no, it's most deservingly of a C. And I feel like he'd be the first to admit it. Um, yeah. it's, it's like he took, he enjoyed taking a back, a bit of a backseat for Roanoke to let other characters and other actors shine. It was really good. Uh, he contributed what he could and by playing two characters, apparently. And to be honest, Roanoke is like my favorite uh, season. I'm looking favorably upon her right now. A lot of people hate it, but the meta vibes it's giving me, like I'm all about the meta right now. I'm yeah. dare I say I'm I'm even like being kind to Scream Three right now because of how meta it is. Yeah. Um, I'm into it. So I I have to say I look favorably upon that season, but a lot of people hate Roanoke. They're all wrong. I'll fight I'll <laughs> die on a Roanoke Hill. I don't even care. It was the first season to get back to the scares. Yes. Um, and it's I feel scary. like it was I feel like it was super, the way that they handled it, the historical aspect, um, the fact that they pulled in, like, a gay revisionist history of the Roanoke experience. Kathy Um, Bates as the butcher, and then thinking she's the butcher in real life. (laughs) Yes, yes. It was just, it was more sophisticated than I'd seen 
uh, American Horror Story B. Like, and this is just having only watched uh, Coven and Free Show. So I was like, this is this is it for me. This is amazing. I couldn't yeah. believe how good it was. Um, also, fun fact, this was the first season where they didn't tell you the theme until literally the night it aired. They kept like releasing all these random teasers that had nothing to do with it. And it kept people guessing for months. And you didn't find out what this season was about until 10 p.m. that night when it started airing. Such a good, such such good marketing. Yeah. Brian Murphy's a genius, literal genius. Okay, so... Uh, Moving, moving on. Uh, let's see here. Ooh. Season seven, American Horror Story Cult. Yes. Taking uh, place in our home away from home, Detroit, Michigan. Yes. And wouldn't you know, uh, Roanoke happened um, in the beginning stages of an era that will shake and terrify, tear a country and a neighboring country apart. 2016. We all know what happened. We're not going to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I get, I'm a little bit ill thinking about it, but the bulk of American Horror Story cult is, it, let's just say, it's a return to Evan Peters as the main character. <laughs> it is. He's got a strong showing in season seven. Um, mm -hmm. He yeah. plays a massive radicalized Trump supporter and yeah. He creates his own cult to, um, I guess the, this part I'm kind of unsure about, but he creates his own cult to um, kind of have a town in a small town outside of Detroit kind of just go up in fear and and vote as protectionist and as nationalist as possible. So I think I think the end goal is for him to get into Congress. Um, yeah. But he starts he starts local. He starts at the small scale um, this season. I hated it when it first came out. Um, but then, and then we're not going to go into detail, but the January 6th Capitol attacks, after like that happened on the news, I was like, you know what? This season kind of made sense in hindsight. At the time, I was like, oh, this is ridiculous. This would never happen. Blah, 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 blah. Um, in hindsight, Cult has aged very well. Um, better than I could have ever expected. Um, because I thought the premise was stupid that, you know, he's makes a pinky promise with people and that brings him into his cult. And it's just a very silly premise. But at the time, you realize that what's driving them is fear. And fear is a powerful motivator. And that's kind of where Kai Anderson, that's what he uses to get what he wants. And it's it kind of is more plausible now of how things happen in the States because of this character. I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, I guess that wasn't as far-fetched as I thought. Um, this is also the first season to not feature any supernatural occurrences. Yeah. Um, Which is arguably... So scarier than anything i've ever witnessed <laughs> i know i know in hindsight this is a kind of a scary season um his acting work is incredible just the way he's able to intimidate people to incite fear to incite guilt to incite lust in a lot of these people and and um to really like radicalize them it's he's he plays it with such an intensity in his eyes um like most cult leaders he's charismatic he's he's scary um like I can't, and I'm, I'd be remiss not to mention his his threesome with Billy Lord and Colton Haynes, where they they impregnate her to I swear by all for one. Um, so <laughs> some real iconic scenes. 
But I I think truly this is this is high up. He plays such a good villain, um, such a grounded and realistic villain too. Um, mm-hmm. Where do you think he's going? Oh, uh, to me, Kai Anderson is like S tier. Yeah, I would have it, to agree with that. It's it's just over and above. It I to me it's almost even better than Tate. He might be. I I would I would I think this is a um uh you know, if you compare Kai to Tate, you can see how much Evan Peters has grown as an actor. Yeah. Like he oh, yeah. knows and owns he is he drives and anchors and owns cult. Um, season one where he played Tate, he was the breakout star, but he wasn't the one that moved that story forward. Um, season seven was Evan Peters through and through. I mean, it's also Sarah Paulson's season, but Evan Peters owned that season. Oh, he yeah. dominated it. Oh yeah. And it just, I remember, I remember parts of it too. And I would be, we, I would be remiss if I didn't acknowledge it, uh, but you said it, there's just so many parallels to real life that, that you, it, it, it's the same thing he plays a kid kid quote young adult who gets into local politics and it, it it is just note for note what happened in real life like people saying uh how did that happen and then him gaining more popularity and then him saying just like really dumb revolting things in the media and nobody reacting about it in the in the way that you would expect them to react and it was just it was that level of fear i just oh i couldn't even it was very hard to watch uh to watch cult because of the true horror that was unfolding in irl <laughs> and yeah and some might say it came probably a year too soon. Like we were just coming off the election, like not even a year. And people are like, oh, this is too freaking soon. I think it would have been better received if it was maybe like a year or two down the line. Mm-hmm. Even but a full it, year. It, yeah, even a full year. But in, in hindsight, it has aged very well after everything. And we've hopefully concluded the chapter on whatever the hell that presidency was. Um, I don't know. But I'm just saying it, it makes a lot more sense in hindsight. Mm-hmm. Um, and because we're not quite done yet with cult, because uh, Evan Peters is a true <laughs> ingenue, uh, he also not only does he play uh, Kai Anderson, a cult leader in the show, but he also plays every other cult leader in this show in uh, specifically the episode Drink the Kool-Aid, um, where they talk about uh, Kai's parallels uh, to other occult leaders, including and not limited to Jesus and Andy Warhol. I love that they call Jesus a cult leader. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Calling it like it is. Not Yeah, and not only that, but like... Um, he plays Jesus in a scene where is it Jim Jones, the Jonestown massacre? Yes. Um, he high fives himself as Jesus, <laughs> as as Jim Jones. <laughs> Jesus comes to take everybody away um, once they've all quote uh, well drank actually not even quote, like drank the Kool Aid, um, and then he high fives himself. I think I laughed out loud when that happened. Yeah, that um, was hilarious. 
The season's kind of funny too. There's there's a couple of like comedic moments in this season. Yeah, and I like that they kept it light, uh, or they tried to keep it light with moments like that. But they're also like, and I think his depiction of David Koresh was kind of comical too, a little over the top. And his Andy um, Warhol. Yeah. Yeah. A different um, kind of cult leader, crazy, but <laughs> this well, this one's tough to rank because it's a melange. Um, mm-hmm. You don't really get like arcs because these were like real people and not everybody gets a real character arc um but the acting was good i guess it's just it wasn't a lot to chew on um i think this is like a b tier yeah what do you think but like behind edward mott yeah i think behind edward mott yeah because it's not i wouldn't say that it's a like it doesn't sit in the c tier with um oh my god i forget the character's name already uh exactly rory, uh, rory monahan yeah yeah okay <laughs> it, it doesn't sit with rory uh he doesn't uh, yeah but as far as prosthetics are concerned because he wears a lot of them and just like character acting i would go with this is definitely tier level totally totally okay. so that so, is cult oh yes oh and after cult we get american horror story apocalypse um <laughs> which is season eight, and it is a crossover between American Horror Story season one, Murder House, and season three, Coven. So it's our ladies from Coven, the witches, crossing over with the characters from the Murder House, specifically the Antichrist that was born at the end of Murder House. Um, and Evan Peters has a lot to do. He has a lot to do in this season. He plays two new characters. He also reprises his role as James Patrick March and as Tate Langdon. Mm-hmm. Um He's he's pulling quadruple duty. So um, the first character that we're introduced um, to him as is Mr. Gallant, um, who is a flamboyant gay hairdresser in California um, who happens to find himself inside of a follow bunker when the nuclear holocaust destroys the world. Um, (laughs) (laughs) This is a good thing he's there because hair needs to be cut still. Hair needs to be cut. Um, suits okay. need to be tailored. It's it's yeah. an interesting role in the sense that uh, there's no it's it's weird because everybody in that bunker has their lives cut abruptly short when they're all poisoned to death. And so nobody has a character arc and they really are truly plot devices to move the story along of how bunker life has, you know, kind of shaped, um, you know, what modern existence is. It's, but it it's it's a comedic role, and there's there's some humor there. But at, at the ultimately, it is a waste. Like nothing really happens with with Mister Gallant. So I don't know, I don't know where to place him. He's, you know, he does he does have a sex scene with the devil. <laughs> okay, okay, then here, C, but above, B, uh, sorry, in front of Rory Monaghan, or. Does a sex scene with Satan bump him up to B? No. Well, okay. Uh, no, I think he's C. His only like truly entertaining, likable moment, aside from the sex scene with the devil, is when he comes in wearing a wife beater and leather pants and a gas mask and uh, blares um, Relax by Frankie Goes to Hollywood over his boombox at his grandmother's dinner party, which is iconic deviant behavior. 
Um, but other than that, I, he doesn't really have much to do and he's meek and he's kind of annoying and it's just, yeah, I think he's, I think he might be a C tier, but I'm open. If you think he's B or if you can convince me he's B, I'm, I'm down for that. No, I, I cannot convince you that he'd be, unfortunately. Um, I feel like a lot of this character and the exploration maybe is shaped by his also concurrent, like now he's off of X-Men and like he spent quite a bit of time doing uh, Pose. Yes. Yeah, wow. this is a Pose year. And uh, I'm glad that he did it because in later seasons, as we'll discuss, he we get Evan Peters in drag. But for now, we get uh, biker, chic, almost BDSM style. Yes. The other but, character he played... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, oh, sorry, but not enough to not enough to be a B tier. No. There's he no... Be, it's, it's a hollow role. Yeah, it's just... Do you know what? It, and just as hollow as it is, he's gorgeous eye candy as Mr. Gallant. That's it. Sometimes that's all we need from our men. Yeah, sometimes they just need... We need a shiny penny and that's it. Okay, <laughs> but secondly, he plays another character. Jeff <sighs> Fister. Jeff Fister, um, truly a uh, real life version of Beavis and Butthead, truly, um, who is a techie, techie guy that makes sex dolls and he sells his soul to the devil for unlimited riches. I don't know what the hell they were doing with this character. Um, where are your thoughts on it? I honestly was so... <sighs> upset about what was happening in apocalypse i couldn't that when this character came up i was like jesus christ what is happening whoa and that bull cut yeah it's very there's like swedish vibes (laughs) um but you find out that he's like this super like he's he's a genius um what is it uh he's the co-founder of Canaros Robotics. My God, I yeah. can't remember these names. Um, and then you find out that he, in fact, created the bunkers with Mutt, who is played by, is it Billy Eichmann? Yes, Billy Eichner. Yeah. yeah. I, that's it. Yeah. Um, uh, better, I would say better than Mr. Gallant, but not, <laughs> but not better than Ooh, is there like a B point five? I don't know. You think less the last place in B tier? Yeah, here. Yeah, probably. Okay. Okay, that's even then. I think that's that's generous, but yeah, I think that's about right. Um, And then Evan Peters decided not to do season nine of American Horror Story, aptly titled 1984, which is a shame Um, because that was actually kind of a fun season. Yeah. Um, But then we got season ten this year. Uh, American Horror Story double feature. And Ooh. Evan Peters plays Austin Summers. Oh, yes. And oh, yes. Austin Summers is a prolific writer at a sleepy seaside town. And there's a reason why he's so prolific. Turns out he is a vampire. Um, and he is taking pills to enhance his talent. So he's constantly writing best selling play. I think play- he's a playwright, right? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Um, so this is kind of an interesting role for him because 
he plays it very um what's the word not like smirky but like um it's just very like smarmy he's smarmy that's the word mm-hmm. i'm looking for um it's a fun role this is the first time we've ever seen evan peters in drag as you alluded to <laughs> it was between this a photo of him and a photo of his drag persona <laughs> who um, I'm, I'm trying to search the name is in this ridiculous but anyway crazy yeah but i th- i think this is a pretty good role from him granted he's only in six episodes but um He's introduced to us uh, singing a duet with Francis Conroy. He's singing Island in the Stream um, by Dolly Parton. And I can't remember who the, um, the male counterpart is. But it's a pretty campy role. But it's it's got a lot more to it than um, a lot of his, like, the past couple of years that he's been in AHS. So I think, and it's got a, it's got a, you know what? I will say this character has a lot of direction. And yes. they know what they're doing with him. And they, they integrate him on the plot. I think he might be an A tier. I agree with you. Where he fits into the A tier, though, I w- maybe will we put him between James? I think James might be better. James yeah. is just so yeah. iconic, but yeah. this is a good role for Evan Peters. Yeah, it's like he almost—it feels like he took a backseat as like not a leading character, but he is part of what drives the story forward. Yeah, um, he's a big part of why the every, everyone comes to this town, and it's a it's a real town. What where is it again? Is it, oh, uh, I think it's Provincetown. It's P Town. Uh, yeah, Provincetown, Rhode Island. Um, yeah, he's he's a big reason why people uh, there's like mythology that shapes Provincetown as this place where creatives. Uh, take sabbatical and just uh, become re-energized. I love, again, the revisionist history of of Ryan Murphy. Um, you know what I mean? Like, the, just the speculative, like, the, the speculative thinking. What if this was to happen instead? Like, what if the reason why everybody is a great creative genius in Provincetown is because they're vampires. I or, love it. No, no. Or because they took a pill that would either make you a vampire. Uh, <laughs> yes. Well, I mean... If you uh, have 100%. no talent. <laughs> yeah. You become a weird vampire if you have no talent. A weird, yeah. hairless vampire. But if you have talent, well, welcome to Rich's baby. Yes. Um, I love his portrayal of a smarmy uh, sort of socialite type, but also, uh, okay, I get it. I need to like eat humans to live. Can we just get this over with? And like, but also we're trying to keep this secret and I am Francis Conroy's familiar for life. I, I agree. A tier all the way. Um, yeah. This is such a weird departure from like our regular scheduled AHS program. And I kind of loved it. It was ridiculous and weird. And yeah, totally. I mix. I hope. I mean, that's the last season we've seen him in. But I, I hope he comes back for season 11, whatever it is. We know American Horror Story has been renewed for three more seasons. <laughs> Thank 
God. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. So he's going to come back in some way, shape or form, um, hopefully. But uh, yeah, I think you capped it off as, as, as well as we could with, with Austin Summers there. So that's, this is our definitive Evan Peters American Horror Story character tier list. That's right. And if you agree with us, send us a note. Tell us you love us. Um, <laughs> it's fullvolumepod at gmail.com or you could just like message the comic book syndicate page. I turn off messaging, but you might be able to sneak one through. Um, <laughs> you could also find us on Instagram because apparently they don't shut down those channels at all. You know you could video call on Instagram. It's frightening. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, I accidentally video called somebody who I'm only a little acquainted with. It was weird. <laughs> oh, I hate that. It's so awkward. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Join us next week when we do maybe another tier list. We don't know. We still have a lot of time. We still we have-, have a lot of time to wait for Hawkeye to happen. Maybe we'll figure it out. We'll drop it 10 minutes before you get to listen to the episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, you can listen to us. Uh, you can listen to the audio podcast on Spotify or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Just search Full Volume Pod or check out thecomicbooksyndicate.com where you can actually see videos of our beautiful faces. And we'll drop our tier list right in the post about this specific episode. Oh, Until yeah. next time. Yeah. I have been your glorious host, co-host, G.I. And I've been your spooky co-host, Harvey Brent. <laughs> Until, yeah, oh, keep it, yeah, keep it, it's, keep it, keep it, spooky, spooky. Keep it, Scary Larry. Bye. Bye. <laughs>